the stars are coming out tonight for the fifth and final installment of the Transmissionies from the show Monsters. That's right, Matt, and tonight is no exception. Oh, it shouldn't be. Well, let's take a look at that red carpet and see who's walking on in. Wow, it's a who's who of who is. Matt Rose, what can you tell us from the red carpet? Well, here comes the ghost of Abe Vigoda. <laughs> oh, oh, he looks great. Well, if it isn't Tony Shaloub dressed as a confused police officer. Hey, don't say anything for at least 10 solid minutes. Thumbs up. Oh, look at that. It's Julie Brown holding a bag of cigarettes from, from Morton Downey Jr.'s episode. <laughs> Whatever it was called. Glitz! You, Julie. <laughs> Glitz! Look, Hammer. it's Freddy Freaker. Oh, <laughs> dial that freak phone. Be confused. <laughs> hey, look, it's Will Wheaton and Matt LeBlanc sitting on each other's shoulders trying to sneak into the movie in a big coat. I I think that's a ticket for one. Hey, why don't we open the curtain and head right in? The transmission hey, it's starting. is starting. Let's watch it. How long is this so it's, it's interminable. <laughs> Welcome to the Transmissionies. We're so glad to be here with you to talk about the season that was. And what a season it was. Hey, remember five years ago when we started <laughs> Monsters? This feels like the longest season of Monsters, even though, again, it was only 24 episodes. 24 yeah. episodes spread across easily two years. Two years? Yeah. Sorry, well, listeners. <laughs> our beloved listeners who have been with us since the beginning of our adventure and everybody who's coming in during the ride... Thank you so much, because the first episode of season three aired July 6th of 2020. It took us a full year plus, oh Jesus, three months. Some shit was going down this year, all right? I think, I think we can all cut ourselves some slack. We will cut ourselves some slack, and we've changed things up a little bit with this version of the Transmissionies. What we did, because there was 24 episodes and 24 is perfectly divisible by three, we gave each one of us eight episodes. And uh, from those eight episodes, we are to choose one, one nominee. So each of us has one nominee. We will place them head to head, and we will see who the winner is. Um, Matt Rose, which did you have the creamy middle of the eight? I had the creamy middle, yes. I had nine through 17. <laughs> Jen Hansen, which episodes did you have? I started at the top, baby. One, One through, through eight. eight or nine. And I took the back nine, which was just eight. <laughs> <laughs> If you're not confused yet, just Don't keep worry, listening. You will be. <laughs> Once again, I just want every explanation on this show to be as confusing as the VHS Clue game. <laughs> yep. Well, tonight is no exception. And tonight <laughs> is no exception. By the way, I will say you guys look so. I was going tonight. to ask you, who are you wearing? 
Oh, I have this little number. Well, this was uh, ring a ding ding. (laughs) This was crafted by the uh, the little troll from Household Gods. Oh, fuck that guy! Yeah, it's it's very uncomfortable. Well, you'll be happy to know that I'm wearing the finest shirts from Champion. Why, Maddie? It looks like you, you too, might be wearing a buffet tay. I, I am wearing Hanes. Oh, a Hanes buffet tay. Well, if we're really talking about what we're wearing, this is this is an Adidas. This is uh, this is embroidered. You guys, it's not just a sticker that I put on shirts. <laughs> <laughs> but now I would love to have Adidas stickers just... that I put on all of my shirts. <laughs> this is a polo shirt, but it's an Adidas yeah. shirt now too. It's my Geek Squad shirt. It's got the Adidas logo over it. Oh, I love this so much, and you're gonna <laughs> love this episode. Let's get to it, everybody. The first category is worst use of a good actor, and the nominees are John Saxon, The Waiting Room. Will you come back? Yes, but, but I've got to go now. Go back to sleep. Promise me you'll come back. I promise, but go back to sleep. Benjamin, will you give me a child and will we be together always? There's no door knob. Matt LeBlanc, shave and a haircut, two bites. I hate to break it to you and mess up your neat theories and all, but there hasn't exactly been a scourge of missing people or dead bodies around town. In fact, I can't think of anyone who's ended up dead under mysterious circumstances in the past year or two except old man Peterson. And that wasn't too mysterious. His wife got fed up with his snoring and shot him five times. Tony Shalhoub, leaving. We found him in the subway like this. On a bench. There were no scars at all. His skin was as smooth as a whistle, like it was polished. Me and Parkhurst, we, we looked them over real careful, didn't we, Parkhurst? Come on, Parkhurst, you, you gotta back me up on this. You can see for yourself, Inspector. It's like he was born this way. Okay, why I chose Shalhoub is because I feel like he had the... Least to do? He had nothing to do. This episode was a complete... It truly was a waste of Shalhoub. Yeah. Okay, all right. Like, when we watched it, I remember you said that he did did quick change that year. And I'm like... I think so, yeah. Yeah, and then, like, he does Wings shortly thereafter. In this episode, you could have put Man on Stick... And gotten the same <laughs> results. Terrible use of the shalhoub. Why'd you choose John Saxon, Maddie? Uh, well, he was the only actor I could really recall aside from uh, Malcolm. Oh. And John Saxon was just a real creep in the episode. Just... What, do you, what do you mean? Please, fuck on my marital bed. <laughs> <laughs> yes gross and Jen why did you choose 
uh, sweet uh, I little Matt LeBlanc. Sweet little Matt LeBlanc. Matt LeBlanc is not bad in most of the episode. He's also a baby and he's adorable. But there is part of the episode where he is playing old Matt LeBlanc uh, telling this story. <laughs> And boy, if it is not a high school production of Guys and Dolls. If he doesn't have a tiny cane, I'm going to be super pissed off. (laughs) 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 He's like, not that old. He's like 55, 60, and he's just gray hair, age lines, tiny cane. So... I don't think I explained it earlier, but the way that we're going to choose the winner this year is through voting. Uh, We will all get one vote. I, of course, will always vote for my own choices. (laughs) No, this one, I felt like Tony Shalhoub was a pretty natural choice. So I'm voting Shalhoub. I vote Shalhoub. I vote Shalhoub as well. Ooh, three Shalhoubs. Tony Shalhoub, you are the winner. Three Shoobs. Three Shoobs, we're going to send you a message. If you're on Cameo, get ready, Tony Shalhoub. Because <laughs> we are going to hire you to say thank you for winning an award you could not care less about. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's get to the next award. And now the nominees for Best Worst Line. From the episode, Stressed Environment. I hate to say this, Elizabeth, but if you look at the big picture, breeding a population of sentient tool-using rats represents a significant lapse of good judgment. I'll kindly get out of my way. Werewolf of Hollywood. Werewolf hairs. But I didn't just see that werewolf last night. He saw me. And I've got to get some proof to convince people. And wait a minute. You know when that thing ran by me last night, it caught its sleeve on a flat. And if there's some threads from one of those custom sport jackets on there mixed in with some werewolf hairs, then old Billy's going to have a lot of explaining to do, isn't he? From the episode Malcolm, 48 Cupcakes. And who asked you to go digging in my things? Malcolm, you're in pain. How would you know? (laughs) I used to know. We used to be like one person. I'd like to talk to you tonight, but I have to create a box to hold 48 cupcakes without crushing one. So... What's happened to us? Oh, God. How? Who wrote that line? Listen. For the reaction. That was Tom Noonan. Wasn't it? Was that? That was Tom Noonan. Yeah. Oh, my God. I want to defend my line. Like, werewolf hairs under normal circumstances might be able to pull some votes. Mm -hmm. But there is no way I could stare straight down 48 cupcakes and and not (laughs) vote for it. Yeah, for real. 48 Cupcakes. I give my vote to 48 Cupcakes. I give my vote to 48 Cupcakes. 48 Cupcakes haunts me. Yeah. Like, he is falling apart with his wife. He is hanging on by a string at his job. He wants to talk to her. So badly. But the the thing keeping him away (laughs) 
is designing a box? Yeah, they gave him an impossible task. These motherfuckers. Those boxes have existed for years. I just want to say that. Yeah. Those boxes this have is, existed. This is not a new box. This is the furthest thing well, from a new on, box. Hold on. Hold on, Jen. Have the boxes exist where not even one can be crushed? I don't think so. <laughs> and not yeah. one. Yes. Not even one can be crushed. <laughs> it's like his work is doing the high school egg drop. <laughs> we talk about that in the episode. Do by we? The way. All right. Good. Yes. <laughs> it still works. I don't know. I don't right. care. It still plays yeah. for me. I'm sitting over here, really enjoying it, like it was the Great. first Thanks, time Matt. I heard it. Yeah. And the winner is Malcolm. Congratulations, Malcolm. <sighs> good on you, buddy. All right. Our next award is for the Creepy Uncle Chester Award. The creepiest perverts in our episodes. And the nominees are... Morton Downey Jr. for... A Face for Radio. Fine. You want a fantasy? I'll give you a fantasy. You and me. We leave here right now by limo. We check in at the Ritz Hotel downtown. We get ourselves the honeymoon suite. Jungle Rambo from the episode The Young and the Headless. Vicky's leaving with me. I saw it in her eyes this morning. No! Oh, look, Eddie, Eddie, you're a nice guy. But let's face it, you're a crip. Oh, sure, sure, you can ask her to stay. And maybe she will. Out of loyalty or pity. But is that what you really want? Watching her year after year shriveling up inside like a... like an old banana leaf? Oh. And the one guy from Bug House... <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> I'm not looking at the name. Your blood is pouring from your nose. Your nose. <laughs> that one guy from Bug House. See you later. I just, why won't the waiter come back to our table? I just, you I cut s- me off. I cut you off. All I'm saying is I would love a fish fillet. Uh, just, <laughs> a fish fillet. <laughs> I would love a fish furlough. <laughs> if I could fish, if I could fuck a fish at this right. point, I will. I will. I, I will. Uh, his name is that one guy. His name is Robert Paulson. His name is Robert Paulson, or possibly Barton Fink. But anyway, that's what it is for this category. I want you now. What about my sister? She's not as good as you. You're much better. <sighs> All right. Why did you choose what you chose? I think Morton Downey Jr. explains himself. He is supposed to he, be a sleazeball. He, he is. He is just the worst. Um, I picked Jungle Rambo just because he, he shows up out of nowhere. 
um, th this woman is married to, uh, you know, a guy she's been with for, for a while since this guy disappeared into the jungle. And as soon as he comes in, he is all hands. Uh, and it's just off-putting. And even when they remove his head and replace it with a computer chip, uh, he is still just a gropey creep. Uh, and mine, I, I really chose the one guy because, um, uh, <laughs> well, because he's the only guy in it, but also he, he is impregnated, uh, he's impregnated May, I know her name, uh, with a slug, some sort of weird slug baby. And while she is pregnant and, uh, and, and in some, some pain, uh, he starts putting the moves on her sister and then they go have weird, uh, weird squishy sex. Uh, oh, that's while the right. sister is, yeah, yeah, he was yeah, real it's, gross. It's gross. That yeah okay I get but that, it. That was where uh, he had the great line, right? Oh, uh, I need you! I need you now! No 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 no, no. <laughs> the, the one where um like will oh. she make it? Like no. She's oh yeah, die. that when she was getting ready to uh, when when May is get in labor, uh, yeah. and her sister says you're gonna be fine, you're gonna be okay. No, she will die. They always die. <laughs> <laughs> they always they die. They always die. We are praying mantis. <laughs> you will not, you have not lived. You have not lived. <laughs> um, my vote. And the winner is. Well, my vote is for uh, good old uh, Morton Downey Jr. And the winner is Morton Downey Jr. Ooh. The next award is a little sexy, a little naughty, a little ooh. This award wants you to take your top off. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's the Edith Swenson Award for Excellence in Sexcellence. And the nominees are. Sinsopper from Sinsop. Stressed environment, the whole episode, baby. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Sorry, Matt's just trying to finish up. <laughs> <laughs> Just fucking cranking it over me. I hear that saxophone. And I want desirable, desirable alien. Let's talk about it. Um. Okay. I think we have three very sexy episodes here. We have three very sexy episodes, but again, Matt, now somehow you got. You, you're back nine, eight episodes, knock it out of the <laughs> There, yeah, I noticed this because I, I was like, okay, Synsop is a sexy app, but mm -hmm. it's not like it's sexy by proxy because it's forcing the sin of sex out of her. It's juicing her. Yeah. Well, so the, all the double entendres though, are what, are what really up the sex lens. Mm -hmm. That's totally fair. For stressed environment, really, it's just that we see some side boob, which is 
unheard of uh, at the time. So um, I, I... the the um, the episodes that were between Tales from the Dark Side and Monsters, um, the one Matt, you know what the one I'm yeah, talking yeah, about, yeah, the yeah, one I that remember. was in like the a Middle Eastern country. Yeah. Um, not only did you see like part of a nipple. Um, but also there was a total beach, uh, in, yes. in the show. Uh, it, that one kind of set the standard for sex. Just There's that scene where Blondie completely gets railed by a satyr. And then, uh, the woman comes in from, <laughs> from the woman comes in who's like, Hey, look, he doesn't get he doesn't get into this country until I say so. He's my client. <laughs> Blondie's like, stuff it. Yeah. <laughs> I think we've cast our votes. And the winner is Desirable Alien. Congratulations, Desirable Alien. Uh, please do not sit on my couch. Plus, you got Luis Guzman over there. Oh, we forgot about the goose. Yeah. You gotta the, throw him some pussy. The goose puss. was goose. Yeah. <laughs> Can you throw Guzman some cooch? Throw him a piece. He's got a. He's tossing batches back there. He... <laughs> All cut? No. <laughs> it's <Never>. gold. <laughs> Leave the gold. All right. I think we're ready, Manny. And the next award, Best Monster. And the nominees are... The Stop Motion Rats from Stressed Environment. The Moving Finger from The Moving Finger. From Malcolm, the Sad Jazzed... What a turd. What a what sad, sad jazz, jazz turd. turd. All right, let's talk about it. Uh, to be perfectly honest, uh, my, my middle eight really were lacking for a good monster. Um, this, this poor little guy, this little sad jazz wiener turd, he... You, I felt bad for this actual monster. Um, you know, he wasn't trying to hurt anybody. He was just trying to help Malcolm, like, remember kind of who he was before um, he gave up on life. <laughs> and uh, instead, uh, he gets stabbed with a clarinet and bursts into a bunch of light beams and then turns into a fucking puddle. I just feel bad. Poor jazz turd. <laughs> uh my nominee uh the stop motion rats those rats were so good the first episode yes. of agreed. the season agreed. Agreed. it agreed. comes out sweet they are they are so so good they look great they're stabby <laughs> they're they are really stabby uh it was they were a fright and a delight i chose the the finger because i felt like it was the i guess the truest monster that i had in the back eight yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, just kind of, kind of uh, at a loss for uh, monsters in my eight. Yeah. I had I had some good ones, and I I really liked uh, the zombies in uh, the hole as well. Yes. Those were great zombies. Yep. But um, but I I, I think 
between the two, I have to give it to the rats. Yeah. You know what? I love those rats. When I see the picture of the rats, I'm reminded of them. It gives me a real trilogy of terror vibe. Yes. Um, with, especially with a little spear. Yep. Yep. Yeah. yeah so yeah. that gets my vote as well. The winner is stressed environment. Ooh, claps, 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 claps. All right. Now moving on to the worst monster in season three of monsters. And the nominees are the Tani Katane looking video monster snake woman from The Maker. The Household God from Household Gods. The Melty Pudding with a Ding Dong in it from Cellmates. <laughs> oh, Melty Pudding Ding Dong. Melty Pudding Ding Dong. Wow. These are three real strong races to the bottom. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, well, number one, I hated household gods so much. Yes. I did too. It and was, the smirk at the end of that episode. Yeah, the, the oh, wink that, that they give each other. Yeah, oh. I just. Like, if it's worst because they are the worst monster, that wins hands down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but the fever dream I, that is the maker and the most poorly constructed seems like the maker, seems like the snake woman and the maker. And that's coming from somebody who just nominated a pile of pudding with a wiener. <laughs> the the maker costume was like it, it was it was it was so perplexing. I did not realize what was happening. Yes. Very, very confusing. I, um, I'm torn because mine's terrible, but I hated Matt so much. Yeah. yeah. Like it's was... not much of a monster. It's kind of a guy that they antiqued and, uh, you know, Oh, I did hate that monster, though. So I'm going to go with Maddie's. I got to vote. I got to vote on Matt's. Uh, all right. I'm going to give it to Matt's as well. Mm. Congratulations, and, Maddie. And the winner is Household Gods. And the winner is Household Gods. And the winner is Household <laughs> Gods. <laughs> Moonlight. And now it's time for a very special award. It's a. It's the time for the Haskell Barkin Excellence in non-excellent award. These awards are for episodes that really went out there and existed. Episodes that are episodes, but also, are they? Episodes that you could legally define as an episode and probably not as a recipe. If the definition of an episode is 22 minutes of moving pictures, that's the only place this episode succeeds. Here are your nominees. Household Gods. Cellmates. The Maker. Wow. I don't know which is, I mean, The Maker was unwatchable. Household Gods was infuriating. Yeah. Yeah. 
so tell me again about your episode, Jen. The, it was it was the one that had the the two guys in Latin American jail, and Maxwell Caulfield was like, "My daddy's gonna get me out of here." And a sudden, oh yeah, he's a real piece of in. shit. And then yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, but it did have the uh, um, God, what, what was the name of that character on Futurama, the chicken lawyer? Yes, the. Uh, Yes, the Southern Fried Lawyer. Yeah. What I was calling him. Yeah. I mean, the maker is very bad. I think it's the maker. As much as I disliked, as as much as I disliked Household God, the maker really did almost pull a stopper from us. I mean, yeah, we have not that used was that for years. Such a terrible, nonsensical episode. I hated it. Yeah. I hated it so much. But I hate household gods in a completely different way. It's great that there are episodes that we can hate in different ways in this right. show. <laughs> I mean, this 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 show is about learning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> learning to hate in learning different to hate. ways. Um, All right. Well, I, I think I know my my vote is for the maker. What about you, Maddie? You're going maker um, as well. I, Jen, everybody's made good points. Uh, but I, I forgot just how bad, like I, I mentally blocked that episode. I actually sat here a few minutes ago and I was like, what was the maker? But then when you said the snake woman, I was like, oh, right. Ooh, that was, that was just a fever dream. That was so bad that like, at least when we were watching household gods, we knew why we were angry watching the maker. It was the concept of it. It was the concept yeah. of television that we had to watch whatever this was. <laughs> Just so. All right. All right. So and the winner is the maker. Wow. Fuck, <laughs> Fuck you. you. <laughs> we will never watch you again. All right. Take us home, Maddie. And now the nominees. For best episode. Season three, episode one, Stressed Environment. Season three, episode 22, Hostile Takeover. Season three, episode 15, Space Eaters. We're all coming in with strong episodes. Yeah. We yeah. loved Space Eaters. I love the I love Hostel. the dialogue of Space Eaters. Yes. That yeah, very, the... very very playful witty banter. Yeah. yeah. Like it's a it, it has that like who done it feel. Mm-hmm. Yes. I wasn't crazy about the monster in Space Eaters. The monster is the The monster downfall. wasn't good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Once you see that eyeball, that paper mache eyeball, it does yeah. take you out of it because that feels like uh community theater. At yeah. that point, yeah. Yeah. I uh, love Hostile Takeover, um, but mainly because of Pam Greer. Yeah, yeah, she I, is, I was gonna say she the is same great thing. in that she, episode. I she love carries Hostile the whole Takeover. episode. Yeah, uh, yeah, Hostile Takeover was a very fun episode. I am still pulling for stressed environment. I think because going into the third season, we didn't really know what to expect, especially I, I think Tails kind of trailed off at the end. They got sort of tired and just let the camera running. Uh, and it was nice to see them start 
uh, this season of Monsters with what felt like a real bang and something that felt like a real comic story. It was very campy. It was um, uh, it was campy and it was fun, but they all took it really seriously, yes. uh, which we don't get in all those episodes. Mm-hmm. And then the monsters themselves, the um, those stop motion rats I, were just a delight. The little stabby mm-hmm. monsters and uh, the, it was so silly and played so straight it just made me so happy. You have a point because I feel like when Monsters is at its best, it's when it embraces its camp and delivers on a fun monster. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't have to be the scariest thing in the world, but it just needs to be like together. Like yeah. it needs both of them together. Where so many of these episodes don't work. Is because they either neglect, they want to be campy, but they neglect the camp. Yeah. Or they want to be too serious for something ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Or they don't know which way to play it, so they give you a little column A and column B. Right. You know, like that was, I mean, I'm thinking specifically about uh, Talk Nice to Me. Like, yeah. was yep. that a comedy episode or was that a serious episode? Who knows? Because they didn't. Right. (laughs) I feel like with that context on it, it has to be stressed environment. Yeah, I'll I'll go along with that. I I thought that I thought that Space Eaters was good. um, But I I just think that uh, that stressed environment was a better episode overall, had better monsters. yeah, that's my vote. All right. And the winner is Stressed Environment. Wow. What Hooray a for Hollywood. I'm not going to play that. The first version. Holy <laughs> God, that's so long. Play it for, it's, just, it's only four minutes. <laughs> Let's see. No. Glamour. All right. All right. We'll pull pull that back down. What a season it was. What a season it has been. We are shutting the door on monsters. We will no longer watch it. We watched we we let's watched it enough. And yeah, never again. I'll never put my I'm gonna not think about this show ever again. As as you guys could tell throughout uh, throughout these episodes, once an episode is done, it is I lose that file from my brain <laughs> because you guys can quote lines left and right, and no, I have no recollection of that. Um, I was a lot better before uh, Parenthood overrode most of the major functions of my brain. Yeah, and like keep daughter alive has uh, replaced a lot of files in my right. in my head. Like, uh, well, I guess like like the only file I'm gonna have left besides keep daughter alive is Elf's real name is Gordon Shumway. <laughs> <laughs> like that's all I'm gonna have left. But let's talk about the season. And I guess monsters on a whole, I really, in retrospect, had a lot of individual problems with monsters. But on a whole, I had a great time watching monsters. 
Yeah, way way more than uh, than Tales from the Dark Side. I feel it, like because Tales had it felt like so many more seasons and episodes, it felt like a slog. Whereas like mm-hmm. these last eight did breeze by. Mm-hmm. Yeah, having that extra season of Tales, and I think Tales had some that were more you know, supernatural or something, you know, they're kind of, there were some, we had some of those episodes that kind of delved into the, um, not mysteries of the unknown. What was the Steven Spielberg? Oh, amazing Amazing stories. stories. Yes. We had some of those like amazing stories episodes and ones that were more, um, I liked that these episodes all had a specific monster and had a little more of a sense of playfulness to them. I think mm-hmm. Tails Agreed. was going for scale for scares more. And on the budget that Tails had, they weren't always successful. They were whiffing big time. They were, but they were they were making that attempt. And I think yeah. Monsters was a little more a little more zany, a little more a little more fun. It definitely yeah. was more campy. I think mm-hmm. they they had a lot more camp in it. I feel, and I, I'm regretful now that we didn't do a uh, season two transmissionese, because I feel like in retrospect, a lot of the strongest episodes of Monsters were in season two, because like mm-hmm. Jars is in season two. A uh, Bond of Silk. That's in season two. And I feel like those are pretty much the must watch episodes of Monsters. Yeah. Even yeah. The Farmer's Daughter is kind of a, yeah. a must watch, and that's in season two. Um, I do agree that the best episode of the season was stressed environment, but I, I would be a little bit hard pressed to say that it is the one singular episode of monsters that I would point people to. I agree. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 It's just for this season. Mm-hmm. Um, but all in all monsters a little bit better than I remembered and also in ways way worse, worse. than I remember. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yep. yeah agree. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, but so fun to go back to it, and so fun to go back to it with you guys. Yeah. Oh man, this was super yeah. fun. We had a lot of fun, yeah, definitely. And boy, the bits, the bits we did. <laughs> and I think that brings us to uh, this portion. We said that we would discuss it, and I think we're ready to discuss it. Um, number we're one, taking quite, our tops off. Check out these tats, <laughs> um, and that's what I call my nipples. Um, <laughs> These flim-flam slackaroos are ready for you to jub-jub on. Get your motor muscles ready, because you're going to slip-slip on these squirt-squirts, because these mamma jams are ready to be milked. Four more minutes. The The line is, Imperial troops have entered the base. All right. Who's ready to fuck? Okay, I'm going to stop you right there. Go ahead, Matt. What were you saying? No, what I am saying is um, question number one, are we quitting? Mm, No. Okay. No. No. So we're going to keep going. That's good because I would like to keep going as well. Yes. We are never stopping. Uh, But we did have a lot of conversations about what we would do next. And I think that's where some of the confusion has lied. Because we did say that we were going to do Freddy's Nightmares. 
at one point. And we wanted to do Freddy's Nightmares. I yeah. still, I would love to do Freddy's Nightmares. Yeah, and I would love to do, we talked about doing um, Tales from the Crypt at one point too. Mm-hmm. And both of those shows are so difficult to find. They're not we could fucking find streaming them. on anything. Yeah, they're not, they're not streaming anywhere. We could, we could certainly bootleg them and, and, you know, have discs so we could watch them together. But um, I know some of our audience, uh, some of our listeners have enjoyed watching the shows along with us. And, you know, it'd be great to let everybody have that experience. So until our demands are met and until (laughs) until those shows are uh, streaming, we might uh, hold off on those guys for a little bit. Tales from the Crypt is really disappointing that that is not. I can't believe that's not on HBO Max. There's some rights issue. That that really sucks. It has to be the music that they used in it. Because like. Anytime they use popular music, it's just like an absolute nightmare to Death get it on. Well, yeah, that was that was one of the problems with Freaks and Geeks uh, that took it so long to come to DVD. Um, was they had to work out all the rights for all the music they used and some of the songs they didn't eventually get, so they had to replace it with um, you know facsimiles or whatever. Yeah, yep. they, the, uh, they the had to state do that had the state. that issue. Oh yeah, Upright Citizens Brigade's third uh... season hasn't even ever come out. Oh man! Oh wow! Yep. Yeah, the state they had to do all sound alikes because when they were shooting the state, it was for MTV, and so they just had access to everything. Everything Mm -hmm. that was popular and current. And now it turns out the Breeders' uh, Publishing Company just wants money. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, Jen. I was cannonball. No. Yeah, I'm sorry. I feel like I cut you off there. So, what did you have to say? Uh, uh, if you like hamburgers, I don't know. I forgot. All right. Do you like hamburgers? All right. I like hamburgers. Here's the decision that we've made. Hi, everybody. It's Matt here. Um, about the decision, we made a decision. We were going to watch The Simpsons, and then we did a test episode, and we realized that we had no new input at all on the simpsons we had nothing really that we wanted to say about it it's very enjoyable it's on disney plus and it's streaming uh so what we have decided to do is dive deeper into anthology horror movies uh there's a lot of them and we've not watched a ton we've watched creep show one and creep show two um the tales from the dark side movie and something else I, I, I cannot remember. Uh, so we have decided that we are going to dive deeper into it. So we're talking Trilogy of Terror. We're talking Cat's Eye, maybe even VHS. And uh, we're going to do the movies. Uh, they're also easier to stream. Nearly everything that we saw post-Simpsons, because we threw out like, what about Alfred Hitchcock Presents? What about... um? Ray Bradbury. It was like, um, close, but we arrived at watching some movies and we may get into another series a little bit later down the road, but I think movies is kind of fun and we can do some interesting stuff with that. So that is what we are going to do. And then I'm going to throw it back to the episode. So if you hear us say doing the Simpsons, we are not, uh, we will see you, uh, in the, well, I'm going to tell you exactly what's going to happen in three, two, a clip show. Wing, zang. 
Uh, well, yeah, we got to do a clip show. We haven't done a clip show in a long ass time. So uh, some of the best memories, maybe a season two memory or two in there. Um, I don't know because I can't remember well, anything. We- from did we two. do a season two? We didn't do a no. season two clip show. So we didn't do a transmissions yeah. or a clip show. So in Perhaps the past, a clip we... show could be coming. What a season two clip show? Are Perhaps. we gonna are we gonna drag this out for two weeks? Two weeks of clip shows. <laughs> that gives a thumbs up. Did Matt just volunteer to do, <laughs> listen to all the season two episodes to find clips? Because <laughs> uh, no, I didn't. <laughs> I, I certainly know Jen did not volunteer to listen to any more of our show. <laughs> Doing it's enough. Uh, so in one or two weeks, uh, two weeks at least, yeah, two or three weeks, uh, we'll start. We're going to start The Simpsons, and it's going to be a calendars. little set your calendars to question mark and the Mysterians. Jesus. We're done. We're done here. Why are we hanging around? I don't know. What else do I have to say? Uh, try to enjoy the daylight. Enjoy the daylight. Try to enjoy the daylight. Bye. Bye. Transmissions from the Dark Side is hosted and recorded by Jen Hansen, Matt Rose, and Matt Noss. Edited by Matt Noss. Hosted by Gabber Media. Our theme music was composed and performed by Slasher Dave. You can find him on Bellyache Records. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr at T from the Dark Side and on Twitter at TFTBS Pod. Email us at T from the Dark Side at gmail.com. Until next time, try to enjoy the daylight.